0: Welcome to Episode 9 of the Kingsford Fliver Flash. I'm Coach Van Dusen. This is Fliver History, the Ford Model T. The Kingsford Fliver Flash is a podcast dedicated to highlighting and celebrating all of the amazing things surrounding Kingsford football. The Kingsford Fliver Flash talks with players, coaches, and other figures close to and invested in the success of Fliver football. Located in Michigan's beautiful Upper Peninsula, the Kingsford Flivers have a reputation of being a powerhouse in the UP and fearless against any opponent, regardless of size. Pride and tradition runs deep in the Fliver Nation. Let's get after it. Before we get into the history of the Model T, I just want to throw an admin note out there that we are going to start a new type of episode here on the Kingsford Fliver Flash called Fliver Flashback. And what we're going to do is we're going to snag players who have already graduated from Kingsford and have gone off and do other things, and we're going to bring them back and talk about their experiences. So a little bit different than Fliver history, a little bit different than the current players we have on the senior spotlight and also with the players forum again uh, you're going to see our first fliver flashback will be Marcus Kazienka in a couple weeks he is a 2019 graduate and uh, it should be fun it'll add a whole new dimension to the podcast here where we get to talk with former players about their experiences here at Kingsford let's get back to history Obviously, you know by now that the mascot for Kingsford is the Fliver, and you may even know that a Fliver is a Ford Model T, but in this episode, we're going to learn a little bit more about that Model T that is so iconic in Kingsford, and as I mentioned that, I'm looking at one, two, three, six, seven different Flivers either on my desk, I have one on my shirt, so the Fliver is absolutely everywhere in Kingsford, and with good reason, let's learn all about it. So I have pulled up the Wikipedia website for Ford Model T, and I know some of you history buffs out there are scoffing right now, but that's okay. The uh, Wikipedia site has some good information, and if you would like to dispute me on any of the information I'm about to give, please do so. You can tweet us at Fliver, it's Fliver F on Twitter, You can email us, uh, football at kingsford.org. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, all of those things. So here we go. It says, the Ford Model T, also known as the Tin Lizzy Leaping Lena Jitney, or Fliver, is an automobile produced by the Ford Motor Company from October 1st, 1908 to May 26, 1927. It is generally, generally regarded as the first affordable automobile, the car that opened up travel to the common miss middle class American. Some of this was because of Ford's efficient fabrication, including assembly line production, instead of individual hand crafting. The Ford Model T was named the most influential car of the 20th century in the 1999 Car of the Century competition ahead of the BMC Mini, Cintron DS, and Volkswagen Type 1. Ford's Model T was successful not only because it provided inexpensive transportation on a massive scale, but also because the car signified innovation for the rising middle class and became a powerful symbol of America's age of modernization. With $16.5 million sold, it stands eighth on the top ten list for most cars sold at its time of 2012. Although automobiles had been produced from the 1880s, they was still mostly scarce, expensive, and often unreliable. At the Model T's induction in 1908, positioned as reliable, easily maintained, mass-marketed transportation, it was a runaway success. In a matter of days after the release, 15,000 orders were placed. The first production Model T was produced on August 12, 1908 and left the factory on September 27, 1908, at the Ford Paquette Avenue plant in Detroit, Michigan. On May 26, 1927, Henry Ford watched the 15 millionth Model T Ford roll off the assembly line at his factory in Highland Park, Michigan. Henry Henry Ford convinced a series of cars between the founding of the company in 1903 and the induction of the Model T. Ford named His first car, the Model A, and proceeded through the alphabet up through the Model T. 20 models in all. Not all the models went into production. The production model immediately before the Model T was the Model S, an upgraded version of the company's largest success to that point, the Model N. The follow-up was the Ford Model A rather than any Model U. The company publicly saw that this was because the new car was such a departure from the old that Henry wanted to start all over again with the letter A. The Model T was Ford's first automobile mass-produced on moving assembly lines and complete with completely interchangeable parts, marketed to the middle class. Henry Ford said of the vehicle, I will build a motor car for the great multitude. It will be large enough for the family, but small enough for the individual to run and care for. It will be constructed of the best materials by the best men to be hired after the simplest designs that modern engineering can devise, but it will also, but it will be so low in price that no man making a good salary will be unable to own one and enjoy with his family the blessing of hours of pleasure in God's great open spaces. Although credit for the development of the assembly line begin, belongs to Ransom E. Olds, with the first mass-produced automobile, the Oldsmobile Curved Dash, had begun in 1901. The tremendous advancements in the efficiency of the system over the life of the Model T can be credited almost entirely to the vision of Ford and his engineers. Just an interesting note on when Henry Ford says that everybody will be able to own one. I live in what is called the Ford edition, which Henry Ford built for his workers, uh, over 100 houses that involves uh Woodward Avenue, Cass Avenue, and Hamilton Avenue. And almost all of those houses, maybe all of them at the time had a single stall, very small garage. I still have mine and some of the other homes do too. And I, I refer to it as my fliver garage because it was just big enough where you could fit your model T Ford. And obviously now people have all kinds of other things in them and a modern car uh, would not fit in there very well. Um, but it's really neat to see some of the remnants of that vision that Henry Ford had, even in the garages in the Ford edition. For you gearheads listening out there, we're going to talk a little bit about the engine and transmission of the Ford Model T. The Model T had a front-mounted, 177-cubic-inch, inline, four-cylinder engine, producing 20 horsepower for a top speed of 40 to 45 miles per hour. Watch out. According to the Ford Motor Company, the Model T had a fuel economy between 13 and 21 miles per gallon. Now this part I find really interesting. The engine was capable of running on gasoline, kerosene, or ethanol, although the decreasing cost of gasoline and later the production, the introduction of prohibition made ethanol an impractical fuel for most users. The engine of the first 2,447 units were cooled with water pumps. The engines of unit 2,448 and onward, with the f- very few exceptions, uh, Till around unit 2500 were cooled by thermosyphic action. The ignition system used on the Model T was an unusual one, with a low-voltage magneto incorporated into the flywheel, supplying alternating current to tremble coils to drive the spark plugs. It was closer to that used for stationary gasoline engines than the expensive high voltage ignition magnetos that were used on some other cars. The ignition also made the Model T more flexible as the quality and type of fuel it used. The system did not need a starting battery since proper hand cranking would generate enough current For starting, electric lighting powered by the Magneto was adopted in 1915, replacing acetylene and oil lamps, but electric starting was not offered until 1919. The Model T engine was produced for replacement needs as well as stationary and marine applications until 1941, well after production of the Model T had ended. The foursome Model F tractor engine that was designed about a decade later was very similar to, but larger than that, of the Model T engine. The Model T was a rear wheel drive vehicle. Its transmission was a planetary gear type billed as a three speed. In today's terms, it would be considered a two speed because one of the three speeds was reverse. The Model T's transmission was controlled with three floor mounted pedals and a lever mounted to the road side of the driver's seat. The throttle was controlled with a lever on the steering wheel. The left pedal was used to engage the transmission. With the floor lever in either the mid position or fully forward and the pedal pressed and held forward, the car entered low gear. When held in the intermediate position, the car was in neutral. If the left pedal was released, the Model T entered high gear, but only when the lever was fully forward. In any other position, the pedal would only move up as far as the central neutral position. This allowed the car to be held in neutral while the driver cranked the engine by hand. The car could thus cruise without the driver having to press any of the pedals. So for those of you with the fancy cars with the push button, no such deal here. You had to get out and crank the Model T Ford by hand. The first 800 units were sent in reverse with a lever. All units after that were sent in reverse with a pedal between the clutch and the brake. The middle pedal was used to engage reverse gear with the car in neutral. The right pedal operated the transmission brake there were no brakes on the wheels. The floor lever, floor lever also controlled the parking brake, which was activated by pulling the lever all the way back. This doubled as an emergency brake. So here's a neat fact about the Model T in colors. It says, by 1918, half of all the cars in the U.S. were Model Ts. In his autobiography, Ford reports that in 1909, he told his management team, Any customer can have a car painted any color they want, as long as it's black. However, in the first years of production from 1908 to 1913, the Model T was not available in black, but rather only gray, green, blue, and red. Green was available for the touring cars, town cars, coupes, and laudettes. Gray was the only available with the town cars, and red only for the touring cars. By 1912, all cars were being painted midnight blue, with black fenders. Only in 1914 was the any color so long as it's black policy finally implemented. As it is often stated, Ford suggested the use of black from 1914 to 1926 due to low cost durability and faster drying time of the black paint of the era. So that's really interesting and that goes back to Ford's point of wanting to make the car affordable For everybody Uh, down a little further here. It says during the lifetime of production of the Model T over 30 types of black paint were used On various parts of the car. They were formulated to satisfy the different Means of applying the paint to the various parts and had distinct drying times depending on the part paint and method of drying So 30 different types of black paint. I'm assuming they had black and then slightly darker black If you're an Archer fan, you'll get the reference We are going to finish off Episode 9, History of the Model T, with some fun facts. I have six fun facts coming from a website called Mad Mike's America. Uh, The article is called 15 Fun Facts About the Model T. And the first fun fact involves the crank. It says, the crank used to start Model Ts was very dangerous. They could kick back and break your arm. And occasionally, the car would literally throw the crank as a high-velocity missile. That's kind of unsettling. Fun fact number two also involves the crank. It says, cranking your Model T wasn't the only headache in getting it started. The choke and the throttle controls were mounted on the steering column. You would set them both to midpoint, go out, and start cranking. As soon as the engine caught, you would run back and adjust the idle. If you didn't get there quick enough, the engine would die. Fun fact number three says, although Ford paid his employees more than any other auto manufacturer, they were required to sign a contract stating that as soon as they became financially able to do so, they had to buy a Ford. Now, Henry Ford had a couple other odd business practices, um, but he did want everybody to own own a Ford, including his own employees. So fun fact number four says Ford and others offered kits to convert the Model T to just about anything you could want it to be. One variant, for example, was the Snow Flyer. Here, a second set of drive wheels was added and fitted with a set of tracks. Skis replaced the front wheels. It was, in essence, the first snowmobile. In another case, a traveling minister set up his Model T to power a portable pipe organ. Well, that's pretty interesting. I'd like to know about that first uh, snow flyer that would be very very handy up here in the upper peninsula fun fact number five all model t's were built with a permanently affixed jack stand on the rear axle this would allow the owner to remove the rear wheel and place a flat belt on the hub the car could then be used to power farm equipment well that's pretty interesting it says this was factory standard on all model t's right up until the 15th millionth The 15 millionth produced in 1927. So again, that Model T, it's more than just a car to get you from A to B, can help power your farm equipment. Uh, Fun fact number six, when only two roads existed in the entire state of Kansas, one going north to south and one going east to west, two Model Ts crashed at the only intersection. Both drivers walked away unscathed. Boy, I'd like to know more about that story and how two Model Ts crashed on literally the only intersection in the entire state of Kansas. That's wild. And fun fact number seven, you know where we're going already with this. The Model T Ford is the official mascot of your Kingsford Flivers. That will do it for Episode 9 of the Kingsford Fliver Flash, Fliver History, the Ford Model T. We talked about the overview of the Model T Ford, which was also known as a Tin Lizzie or a Fliver, where Kingsford got its mascot name. We talked a little bit about the Fliver Garage and how Henry Ford wanted everybody to be able to own a car and how he insisted that if you signed a contract to work with Ford as soon as it was financially responsible, you would buy one. Uh, We also talked a little bit about the engine and the transmission of those first Model Ts, and we also talked about the color and how even though we have all heard the quote, a man can own a car any color as he wants as long as it's black, that wasn't always the case for the first run of production. and It did come in later, and black was the color of the cars, mainly because of the cost, and the durability of the paint. We then talked about some fun facts of the Model T Ford. And with that, we are going to wrap this up. I ask that you go on your favorite podcasting app. You give us a like. You give us a five-star review. You share it with your friends. And uh, if you haven't already, go back and listen to the first eight episodes of the Kingsford Fliver Flash. Uh, We just published our first Uh, Players Forum last week where we talked with some offensive linemen. We had a coach's corner before that with Coach Mike Olson. We have all kinds of great things going on with the Kingsford Flivers, and I encourage you to also follow us on social media. If you check the show notes, you will find our links to Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Do all the things that are good, and until next time, this is Coach Van Dusen. Invest in tomorrow by owning today. Thank you for listening to the Kingsford Fliver Flash and supporting the great game of football. To find out more, follow Kingsford Fliver Football on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Links to all of our social media sites are available in the show notes. You can also email us at football at kingsford.org. Be sure to subscribe to the Kingsford Fliver Flash wherever podcasts are available so you get notified every time a new episode is published.